the Coast Road. In the centuries that followed the time of the great saints, Bangor's fortunes ebbed and waned. The region, as we know it today, began to take shape under the auspices of Sir James Hamilton, who was responsible for rebuilding Bangor Abbey as a parish church in the 1630s. He was the son of a Scottish minister. He rose to prominence due to his role as a secret agent, serving the Scottish King James VI in the English court of Queen Elizabeth I. When the king succeeded Elizabeth to the English throne, he rewarded James Hamilton with a knighthood and all the lands of South Clandyboy, including Bangor. James was a resourceful and ambitious man. He made Bangor his family seat, building for himself a fair stone house on a site adjacent to the present Bangor Castle. He was soon joined by his five brothers and their families, who he settled across the region. In 1610, he added the Dufferin territory to his possessions when he purchased it from the White family, greatly increasing his land holdings and revenues. In 1612, Bangor was awarded borough status by King James I, with the right to return two members of Parliament. It was around this time that the iconic old custom house of Bangor was constructed. Under the Hamiltons, Bangor continued to develop, and a new trading port was established nearby at Groomsport. Bangor became more industrialised in subsequent years, and in the 1780s, the cotton mills of Bangor were one of the main employers for the region and added prosperity for the growing town. The walls and turrets that you can see along this part of the coastal road are remnants of the Seacourt estate, the former mansion of a Belfast industrialist. However, a century later, the cotton industry declined and Bangor and its seafront began to change character again. The coming of the railway in 1865 meant that inexpensive travel from Belfast was possible and Bangor quickly became a popular and fashionable resort for holidaymakers from Belfast. Many of the elegant houses that overlook Bangor Bay that you see on this stretch of the trail date to this period. Our story continues at the next stop, the First Presbyterian Church on Main Street. On the way along Queen's Parade and up Main Street, you pass three more churches, highlighting the importance and range of denominations of the church in local life. These include Queen's Parade Methodist Church, Trinity Presbyterian, and St. Comgill's Church of Ireland, which you heard about earlier. When you are ready, please turn to the next track, First Presbyterian Church. <laughs> 